Absolute Radio. Hello, it's Rob Beckett, Absolute Radio, Rock and Roll Football. There's not a lot of football on, <laughs> so there's going to be loads of other things that I'm going to think of to fill the time. Say fill the time, bring some great broadcasting to you guys. Um, we've got Rob, actually, I'm lying, I've got loads of good stuff on. Uh, Rob Mashranga Nathan's on the phone, I've got Susie Ruffle, very funny comedian, coming in a bit later on. Um, also as well, me and Silent Brian had a massive argument about mango um, and other fruits, so basically what we've got is we've managed to invent a new thing called the Fruit World Cup and we are going to find out what the best fruit is and um, it's definitely not going to be mango even though Brian's put 10 quid on it um, so we'll let you know what's going on and um, yeah we can do other stuff we'll talk about Crufts because that's on and I like dogs this is Rob Beckett Absolute Radio Absolute Radio You've um, joined us just in time for the draw for the Fruit World Cup. Um, basically, me and Silent Brian had an argument about fruit um, earlier on when we was um, playing the show. Um, he's a big mango fan. I'm a big pineapple fan. And us guys just don't get on. No, it's the 21st century, guys, but people are different. Um, and um, so what we've done is we've decided to do a Fruit World Cup where we've picked eight fruits and they're going to play each other for a game of internet hashtagging. And whoever gets the most hashtag results against each other in a time allotted period, they will win and going to the next round. So we've got quarterfinals, semifinals and finals. Um, we picked four, the big the big dogs of the fruit world. They've been seeded. Um, again, we had an argument over are we having seeded fruit in there or are they seeded because they're good? They're seeded because they're good and if they've got seeds inside of them as well, that's just a happy coincidence. So the seeded, the seeded fruits are apple, banana, orange, strawberries. I don't think anyone can fault that. They are four strong fruits. They're the big hitters. I mean, the apple, orange, bananas you know and tangerines you know tangerines and clementines go in the orange world then we're not getting you know dragged down by that kind of thing so they're the top four however and we've got four others we've got a tombola here which you might you should be able to hear can you hear that give that a little i don't know if you can yeah i think you can hear that that's a tombola and um, that's probably enough tombola for the moment brian Thanks. Um, no, stop, stop. <laughs> Silent Brian, just give you your opportunity to be loud. Don't take the mickey with your tombola in. Um, right, so the four fruits we've got in there are pineapple, mine, mango, Silent Brian's, tether riding on this, and pear and grapes. Right, so big apologies to fan of kiwis, cherries, melons and coconuts. They went out in the qualifying stages. So we're going to do the draw now. So Apple is going to play... I mean, it's quite... It's, I don't know how we're going to work this. I've got to wait for Silent Brian to find a pen and write it down. Apple versus pear. Oh, the apple, the cockney... That's the cockney round. The apples and pear. So apple versus pear in the first game. Banana will be playing against mango. Oh, it's a tough one for Brian's mango. The banana's a strong fruit. All right, another one. We're getting, uh, we're getting some more tombola in now. Um, orange will be up against... Pineapple! I'm actually getting quite excited. And strawberry versus grapes. Oh my god. Right, it's all going to kick off. Um, We're going to do the first game, Apple versus Pear, after this. This is is Absolute Absolute Radio. First up, we've got Apple versus Pear. And if you think, why are you doing this, Rob? Are you in the midst of a breakdown? Yes and no. I've actually had an argument with Brian about it. And now we're going to find out which fruit is best. He wants mango, I want pineapple. But the first round involves neither or either. I'm not really sure how you say that. But it's apple versus pear. Right. So if you want to vote, this is how we're going to do this matchup. Each matchup's going to be slightly different, but this one is a hashtag vote. Hashtag 
FWC Apple or hashtag FWC Pear. This vote is the tightest in the history of the Fruit World Cup. We've had we've had some feisty arguments going on on Twitter. Um, I was going to say bacon wrapped in shrimp because that's his weird Twitter name. I don't know what his actual name is. It says, "Have you ever heard of a pear pie?" Enough said. FWC Apple. This and also Pear is the underdog in this. Let's not get away from that. They never they're never ripe. They're a funny shape and they're named after a conference, and that's just weird. However, the voting is tight, and I can reveal the winning fruit is pear. Pear with 58% of the result. Oh, my God. 58% of it. That is... I thought Apple was going to walk it. Let's all be honest. Apple's the big dog. He's the... He, you know, he's coming here, but he's not taking it seriously. That's why they've all knockout competitions. That's what happens, isn't it? You don't... It's all about form. It's about peaking at the right time, and that pear right at the right time. And we know you love a pear... And they're fruit. And I've got too excited. I don't know what I'm saying. But we've got the next round coming up. We've got banana versus mango. Silent Brian's mango. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? Pears through to the semis. Absolute radio. You listen to Absolute Radio. Uh, Rob Beckett, rock and roll football. Um, and now it's time for What's Wrong with Rom? Um, we ring, ring up Romesh Ranganathan, a uh, comedian and friend of mine, and find out what's going on because he gets a bit stressed sometimes. Romesh, where are you, mate? Hello, mate. How are you? You're right. I'm, uh, mate. I'm having the worst. I'm having an absolute nightmare. I'm at Harvesters, mate. Oh, yeah. I'm at Harvesters. Is I've that got, good for yeah, vegans? That's got the sound. Oh, incredible. <laughs> yeah, they've got one and a half items that I can have. So that's good. <laughs> mate, 12.30 I've got here. 12.30? You really are making the most of that unlimited salad bar, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my God. Mate, the, the salad bar, absolutely insane, right? It's yeah. like, mate, the people are going crazy. You know when they when they drop off, like, more croutons for the salad, because that keeps running out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like seeing a food package dropped in a war zone. <laughs> like, people just, like, going nuts, mate. You're, you're, moaning, somebody, you're moaning about buffets had... last week. You should just go somewhere oh, and bring but... it to you. My, somebody took food off the... Sp- it was off my spoon. <laughs> like, I had the... This just whipped it away, mate. Oh, dear. Well, why are you there so long? Is it just you've been waiting around and all that? I guess when it's like... Uh, I guess it's just sort of... You know, when you're sort of talking about high-class dining, it takes a while for them to prepare the stuff and that. So, Fair enough. Um, you know, it's worth it, mate. It's worth the wait. Um, and so- also, the other thing is such a relaxing atmosphere in there anyway. So yeah. just sort of enjoy the afternoon chill out, really. It's been really good. Has a salad bar got one of those weird see-through saliva protectors? The stuff yeah, don't fall in. The spit, the spit guard. The spit whatever. guard, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's actually called like a spit guard. It's kind of people they have in there, like drooling around like a dog. <laughs> Um, for just a bit of a oh, crusty right. cucumber. Um, anyway, Ramesh, what's, what's wrong with you? You actually seem in good spirits in spite of your four-day refugee camp of Harvester. Uh, well, basically, uh, what's, what are my issue is, uh, is this week is my, my son, my eldest son, has been going to birthday parties, right? Yep. And uh, he's had a few. He's got quite a, quite a busy social calendar. How old is he? And, uh, five. Five, right? yep. so He's got quite a lot of things going on. What I'm getting annoyed about, mate, is... Certain, basically, the reason you have a birthday party for your kids is present hall. That's the main reason. It's not for the experience. It's and it's not to, to develop pre- them socially and for them to, you know, go... No, with... I don't think so. Okay. I mean, that's the secondary... If that happens as well, then that's a bonus. <laughs> but the main thing, the main thing is to get a good haul of presents, right? Yeah. But, but, but so, so what happens is it's like it's, you, you, get, you, go, you put on a party, people give you presents. What I'm getting annoyed about, mate, is some the party bags that some of these people are handing out at the end of the parties... It's not good enough, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's like the What's last it? one he went to. What, yeah. The last one he went to. Bit of birthday cake that yeah. they just cut off the main cake, right? Three balloons and a party popper. You can't like that's not a party bag. 
that's a bag with some stuff you found after the party. You, like, I would rather have nothing. I'd rather you just go. We're not doing party bags because it just it raises the expectation. Oh, yeah. We did when we did the party, mate. We did premium items, like we did branded stuff. And I'm not talking just rubbish stuff. I'm talking frozen. Yeah, yeah? I'm talking in the night garden. I'm talking like proper branding. Yeah. These people, mate. It's yeah, just you. You have been on live at the Apollo, Romesh. So you're doing all right. <laughs> It's not, mate. It's not about that, right? What it's about is if you if thought. You, if it doesn't you, have to be it, about expense. Just thought. No. Well, but how? But a, you, the one you were unhappy with that had the three balloons in and a bit of cake and a party popper. How big is this? Ba- are these balloons blown up? No, it's three balloons uh, for you to blow, for you to. So you, it's like they've an not ice- even put the air in them. You've got to get no. your own air. No, exactly. It's like three balloons for you to have fun at home. And so what are you supposed to do? Sit that sit around one afternoon? Oh, do you know what we should do? What we should do now? Let's blow up those balloons in the party the other day. <laughs> why, 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 why don't we while away some hours doing that? Well, well, so oh, what was in your bag? Oh, good. So what was in your bag for your kids? Mate, we put like we put quality stuff in there, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like a few, few nice little. We put some love hearts in there. You know, high level sweets, a little yeah. bit of frozen merchandise. Do you know what I mean? We got we're, we're repping properly, and I think you know it's. Um, I would rather have fewer kids at the party and hand out a better party bag. Then have a lot of kids there and just give them rubbish. You know what I mean, like it's just it raises expectations. Yeah, so you're because dis- like your kids, your kids like, oh look, party bag, party, and then you open, and you just think, why did we come here? So was why your, was your boy this? not happy why with get- what he got? He doesn't know, mate. It's not. It, so it's he not, doesn't know about. It's not. No, it's not about him, is it? It's, it's about. Well, it's his. It's, a, it's his party. It is his yeah, no, party no, bag. Yeah, but he doesn't know, does he? He's got no sense of you know. He doesn't. He's not able to discriminate. So what you want him to be? You want him to be materialistic. And want more. No, I'm not, no, more. no, 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 I don't want him to react any differently. If he's happy with three balloons and a party popper, more full of him, it's, that's not my problem. <laughs> the, issue that, the issue that I've got is what the parents are doing. It's, it's a kick in my face. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're going ego. Yeah. Well, is, why don't you have a word with, them, word with them then? Word with the parent and just say, look, I'm not happy about oh, this. Mate, yeah, do you know, I would do, but do you know the problem that is, with that is you have to then talk to them. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I like to try and minimise that as much as possible. You know, I, I like I like the parties where <laughs> I like the parties where you drop them off and then you leave. You come back three hours later. Oh, Sometimes, yeah. you know, you get the invite and it says it would be quite nice if some parents could stay with supervised. Well, it would be quite nice, but my kid's <laughs> not coming anymore. So, <laughs> see you later. Um, also, because it's quite near you in Surrey, have you seen that trampoline place in Guildford? Have you ever been air hop? No, what's that? It basically is like a hundred trampolines. You can play trampoline dodgeball and you can slam dunk on trampolines. It looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 that, I'm as excited about that as if you said to me, oh, there's a place in Guildford where you can punch yourself in the face for three hours. <laughs> yeah, but you can absolutely, jump about. Absolutely no interest in that, mate. Why not? I can play dodgeball, I said trampolines. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying, mate, I'm not up for that. You're not up for that. That's awful. Well, I think, Rubbish, I think you should just be an adult about it and approach the parents and discuss the contents of the bag and that okay. it needs to be more materialistic, even though your son, who seems a lovely boy, no, I'm not saying that anymore. That's not the point. It's, it's just, it's what it says about how much they care about the party bag. Do you mean it's yeah. details, mate? Do you know what I mean? Um, you want a bit more a bit more effort in. Okay, fair enough. I'm um, quickly, Romish, and um, we're doing the Fruit World Cup. Basically, we're doing um, all the different... It's a feature I've been working on uh, in between talking yeah. about politics. Um, basically, we get all the different fruits to uh, face off against each other. So we've got on to the next round of orange versus pineapple. Right, so it's a big decision for you because you're going to choose your favourite out of those two and then they're going to go on into the semi-final to play against strawberry or grape. So, Romish, this is um, very exciting for all the... Um, listeners um what do you prefer and why orange or pineapple mate it's a hundred percent pineapple yes. i mean i can't it's my shout absolutely a hundred percent pineapple and i'll tell you for why it actually tastes nice 
right? <laughs> it's tropical. You get a totally tropical taste, yeah. right? And what I like about it is the pineapple. It's not a sellout like the orange. You know, like the orange, you can you can peel easily. Pineapple, it wants a bit of effort. Yeah, and you know I mean, got... you got you got to, you got to seduce the pineapple. Do you know what I mean you got to get you got to yeah. do a bit of prep? You know, you have to. You, have you need to get some equipment out for it. You can't just plumb exactly. your phone. In. Do you know what I mean? And also, and also, you you know, so you've got to really know that you want the pineapple. Yeah, before you it's have a pineapple, commitment, right? isn't it? It's a commitment. Yeah, job. orange, orange. I can have it while I'm talking to you now. I couldn't do that with a yeah. pineapple, mate. Uh, yeah. I have to set my phone down and go in. It's pineapple time. Yeah, you know I mean that's what a pineapple's about. And also, you can set up the pineapple. So you like you nip the top off, turn it upside down, wait for a couple of hours. It's better. It's oh. much sweeter. Oh, is it? It's, yeah? Oh, mate. What? Did you not know that? No! Oh, my God. I thought I was talking to a pineapple connoisseur. No, I'm not, mate. I'm mate, amateur. Mate, listen. Listen. You cut the top off the pineapple. It, upside what, down. Is, yeah. Cut his yeah, hair upside off. upside down. Oh, got, yeah, cut his hair off. Yeah. Cut, like, so, so you can stand it up. You stand it up upside down, leave it for a bit. All the d- lovely pineapple loveliness spreads throughout oh, the fruit. Oh, God. And then you're in pineapple heaven, my friend. And also, oh, pineapple is now in the semi-final. Ramesh, you are a sweet-talking woman. Speak to you next week. <laughs> See you, mate. See you. Absolute Radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio, the home, home, the home of the Fruit World Cup. The home. Hello, welcome to the home. Um, right, very exciting. Uh, we've had a few fruits go through to the quarter semi-finals. We now move on to strawberries versus grapes. Which is best? Um, they up for a, this is a, this is for a place in the semi-finals against pineapple. So grapes versus strawberry. And the way we're going to do it this one, we're doing each round differently. This one, we're going to Google search each fruit and. See which has the most results and the fruit with the most results um, or matches I don't know what you call it anymore um, we could do it on Bing as well also as well as Google um, if you're you know if you are no, no, I can't, that sort of delves into sort of advertising but all I'm saying is I'm not always straight on Bing um, anyway <laughs> right Google search so grapes Silent Brian please can you Google search grapes um, please I can hear him tapping the way I think what have we got there? Hmm. All right, he's going to write it down just so he stays in character. Right, so grapes. If you type grapes into Google, you get 62 million matches of the word grapes. Um, this is really edgy to see Sonia Walden and stuff. This Right, now, strawberries. Okay, that is him actually typing. I don't know if you're already getting that in your uh, lug holes. Strawberries or strawberry? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, I probably need to make a decision. Just put strawberry. Strawberry. Right, Brian, you take. You choose, Brian. You're in charge of the uh, Google search. Come on, I feel like I'm losing the momentum of this World Cup. Right. <gasps> strawberry. 183 million. Ayo! Strawberry beats grape by a whopping 120 million Google search matches. Oh my god, we've got three semi finalists now. Just banana and mango after this. This is, is absolute, absolute radio. Quite excitingly, didn't talk into the microphone then. That's got to be the first rule of radio, isn't it? Talking to the mic. Um, it's because I've got my lead caught on my, on my chair. I'm having an absolute nightmare. I've got my rolly chair lead everywhere. Um, also, you know what the sad thing about this is? One of my favourite things. I used to like doing when I worked in office was wheelie chair races um, so but that doesn't really happen does it when you're in here on your own and Tony Blackburn walks past every half hour and just says hello he's not on a wheelie chair though um, I've just had a tweet in from Samantha Thompson said I've seen someone in Tesco who's a spitted image of Rob Beckett it's not me I think I'm, I'm here 
on the radio, I'm not in Tesco's, so that's not me. However, though, it did remind me that I saw Klaus Jensen. I was thinking of footballers I've seen, you know, because I was saying today, there's only FA Cup on, there's no um, Premier League on, so they must be all off doing that. And also, as well, they're just like other normal people. They'll be made, made to go and do, like, the weekly shop when you're not normally doing it because you're playing football. You can't get out of it. You can't say I've got work because you literally have not got work. So I reckon there might be a few footballers knocking about. Let me know if you've seen any footballers in supermarkets. I saw Klaus Jensen once um, when he played for Cholton and he, he lived quite near me in South East London and he was wandering around in his club suit. It's almost like he was trying to get people to recognise him, just wandering around, just like, oh, hello, I'm still here, that's fine. Let us know what footballers you've seen in the supermarket and if you saw, what were they buying? Because I think that's always very, very interesting to see if they're a very strict professional or they've been a bit naughty with a bourbon. This is, this is absolute, absolute Radio. We've got a lovely guest on today. It's only Susie Ruffle. Hello, Rob. Oh, hello, Susie. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Very well. I'm very excited to have you on. Thanks. Because you're very funny. And oh, that's handy, isn't it, considering that's my job? You're very funny, and you're my mate. Um, firstly, we should introduce you to the um, listeners. Hello, guys. Yeah, so that's that done. Um, <laughs> no, Susie, um, who are you and what do you do? As if, imagine I'm like, you know, like the old school, you know, en- entertainer on like a quiz show and you're on Family Fortunes or something like that. And I go, what's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? Hi, Rob. My name's Susie. I'm originally from Portsmouth, but I now live in London and I'm a comedian. Yeah. Um, you do loads of stand-up comedy. That's your main one, isn't it? That's my main one, yeah. Do you do actoring? I do a bit of actoring here and there. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Um, well, I don't, we've known each other. Uh, how long have we known each other? Oh, I know when I first met you. Oh, yeah. What happened? Because it, it ingrained in my brain that hard. Really? We did were, I make an impression? You really did. Do I? Do I tickle your fancy, Susie? More than you can believe. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> Excited. Um, I. We were at the Lions Den. Oh, which was a comedy gig forever oh. ago. Oh, that was forever ago. That that gig is awful. <laughs> it's dreadful. And I don't, you know, I like to support open mic gigs, and I do. I always, I go and do loads. But that gig, they they make you pay four quid. So even the people performing play four quid. There used to be about twenty five performers. Pay to play. Yep, so you had to put, and your name got put in an hat, and then they'll just go up on stage and pull your name out of a hat, and the only people in the room were comedians. It was dreadful. It was awful, wasn't it? But, you know what, I saw you there, and I thought, this boy. So, I'll tell you what, it's not going to be long until he doesn't have to pay to do a gig. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I'll tell you what, two to three years later, <laughs> I was... I wasn't having to pay. No. I, mean, we weren't, I wasn't getting paid for them. No. But, but I, I wasn't having to pay them to perform. Good on you, Rob. That's exciting, isn't it? That was exciting doing that. That's good. Um, but yeah, we've we've seen each other since then, haven't we, Susie? Oh, yeah, times. all the time, haven't we? Um, but it's good. Um, what I was going to say, um, we're doing a quick thing about. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say as well. Um, our regular guest, Romesh. Yeah. You're on tour. I'm with on him. tour with Romesh. You're yeah. both taking your own solo show, shows out, aren't you? Yeah, we are. So you do. Do you do a show and then there's interval and then Romesh does a show and that switches round? It's and good. Yeah, it's brilliant fun. It's basically two shows for the price of one. And what's the name of your show? Social Chameleon. Social Chameleon. That's a good name. It's not bad, is and it? And Rom's is... Rom wasn't built in a day. Awful. I've told him that as well. Dreadful. Terrible name for a show. Um, uh, Silent Brian likes it, but Silent Brian is about 50. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Really harsh. That was harsh, wasn't really it? Really Silent Brian's only about four years older than me, but for some reason he has the social, social pop culture references of stuff that my nan would know, and I don't know any of it. Um, but um, that's what I was going to say. What's it like... Um, 
touring with Rob, like with Romesh. Really fun. Yeah. Like you know, obviously your listeners will be aware of. He's Rob not as miserable as he makes out either. No, is he? exactly. He's not as miserable as he makes out. He's really good fun. He's a good laugh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just travel about together, getting my getting my little Volkswagen Passat. Off nice. we go. Nice. Living the dream. Um, also, as well, Susie, I don't know if you have, but we've been asking the listeners for any footballers they've seen in the supermarkets and shops. Have you, have you ever had that experience? I'm, I'm, I'm at zero. You're at zero. I'm, I'm s- at one with Klaus Jensen um, oh. in a supermarket. But um, Paul Savage says, Gary Kale shops in Sainsbury's Cobham. Really nice bloke. Um, Diego Costa also comes in and shops for... And then stops for picks and chats. I thought that was he shops for picks and chats. I was like, "What's picks and chat?" I've never eaten a pick and chat. It's like BNBN. Um, <laughs> and Dean Roofer, no, sorry, Dan Roofer said, "Saw Aaron Lennon's missus throw." He said, "Actually, he's written bird, but I don't know if that's allowed." Uh, not on International Women's Day. Come on, not Rob. on International Women's Day. For goodness' sake! So, no, I'm editing him. Don't ever go. Saw Aaron Lennon's bird. Um, but if he didn't, but is that okay if he doesn't know the lady's name? He's not talking about an actual... He hasn't got a parrot or something. No, he? he's got a girlfriend. Right, OK. But I've talked about it before. Bird actually means poetic maiden in Old English. But now it's got bad connotations. Well, if it? anyone's going to bring the word back, Rob, I think you can do it. <laughs> I'm going to reclaim it. I'm not bothered. Anyway, so he said, saw Aaron Lennon's lady friend throw five bags of shopping into the boot of his Aston Martin in the car park of Tesco's Epping while he yacked on the phone she was not happy it's probably she's she had to move up to Liverpool as well yeah from London so she might well Epping to be fair it's probably an improvement isn't it is Liverpool better than Epping I don't know I'm really I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm hanging myself out to dry here with big Epping and Liverpool faithfuls but oh God. do you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick Liverpool as nicer and probably have a go at Epping just because Liverpool seems like the, the last place you're annoyed and they're playing today and, and they're playing well, you had a nightmare with someone going off. Exactly. So. Also, we've had this as well, with, uh, Susie. Um, dear Rob, at the start of your Fruit World Cup, did you say seeded me in ranked or meaning having seeds because there's no seeds in banana? Um, great show. Um, thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> basically, what I said seeded. What we're doing, Susie, we're doing the uh, Fruit World Cup where me and Brian had an argument over what was better, mango or pineapple. And I thought, well, let's, let's work it out. So what we did was we picked eight of the top fruits and we actually went on the internet and picked top ten fruits and found them. Um, so... Apples, banana, um, strawberry and orange were seeded. Not because they got seeds, just because they were ranked higher. Um, and then the other ones were drawn from a tombola that we've got here. So it's all been very official. Oh, yeah, look at the tombola. I didn't, I didn't notice that when I came in. Yeah, it's an actual tombola there. Um, and so, But now, quite excitingly, we're down to banana versus mango in the last quarter final. So it le- it's for you to decide what do you prefer, banana or mango, with your reasons, please. I'm going to go mango. And I'll tell you for Ooh, why. Oh, Brian is happy about that Brian's a big fan of the mango no, and gonna... that, that is setting up a potential pineapple mango final which has gone full circle to what started this argument at 7am when we started prepping for this <laughs> show <laughs> so I... why do you prefer a mango well so... I have banana all the time I don't, okay. I, don't, I don't want to break brag to your listeners, but yeah. it's going pretty well. I can have a banana whenever I fancy it. <laughs> oh, okay? that's nice. Isn't yeah, it? it's a lovely way to be. So when I have a mango, if you got a you know good old mango, yeah, it's a big size, exotic. It, it makes me feel like I'm on holiday. It, what and that and that's what you want from a snack, isn't, isn't it? it? That I tell you what, you have a banana, you have a mango and a can of lilt. You might as well be in Barbados. Oh, get a pina colada, let, make, make it a party. Exactly, Why right? Not? Exciting. Mango is in the semi-finals against pear, and then pineapple versus strawberry in the first ever Fruit World Cup. Absolute Radio. Lickleback. Uh- <laughs> 
That was Nickelback on Absolute Radio talking about drug dealers on speed dial. Not me, Susie. Susie Ruffle, my lovely guest today. I've got uh, Greek, Greek yogurt. I've got Greek yogurt and honey yogurt. Greek yogurt and honey yogurt. No, Greek and honey yogurt. I just said yogurt twice, didn't I? You did, yeah. You don't need to say that once, did it, when you're having a yogurt? People know, yeah. Unless you've got a crunch corner. No, that's still only one yoghurt. Yeah, no, but there's two compartments to the yoghurt, isn't there? Yeah, but it's still... Do you it, still have crunch corners? I had one yesterday before my show. Do you go full tip in or just sprinkle as you as you eat? Right, OK, here's what I do. Right. right strap in. Yeah. Right, OK, so I have... I have maybe three or four mouthfuls of it just with nothing in. Oh, my God. Right, just with nothing in, just no. the yoghurt. No, listen. No. Hang on, that is awful. So you just have the, you just have the yoghurt? Just, just the yoghurt, and then when there's just a little bit left, I'll pour them all in... And then you've got like a really yogurty, crunchy corner. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not happy with that, mate. mate. So you, you've got you've got the idea of a crunchy corner. You're just spooning in yogurt, like you forgot. Oh, you've got a pocket of little crunchy balls. No, I'm looking at the crunchy balls, going. In a minute, me and you are going to have a brilliant. Same time. best till last. Yeah, isn't it? it's like King's mouthful. And uh, where's your local supermarket? Where do you live? I live in Archway. Archway. So you've not seen any footballers in Archway? No. No. No, do you mean I do occasionally see? I saw a man in my local ASDA in a full kit with Ronaldo oh. on the back, but I thought I don't, think, now. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be in the reduced section aisle. No. To be honest, I don't think that's going to be it. And if he's come from Madrid, he'll get changed first. Yeah, and ASDA, I reckon he could probably afford. Nothing wrong with ASDA, but I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo shopping there. All is he? I'm saying is he could probably afford to nip into the Harrods one. He's definitely not getting his pants from George. I don't think. I don't he does think his own. Yeah, well, there you go. Christians, Cristiano means Cristianos. I mean, you're having real trouble with some words yeah, I today. I don't know what's what I've said. I've said yogurt twice, and then I, I, I got confused with his name, Christian Ronald. See, that's so, what well, I've probably seen Chris Chris Ronald in Asda. Yeah, in but a, he's wearing the wrong Ronaldo's one. top. Well, Simon Brotherton. It's Simon Brotherton. He sounds like a footballer man. Simon Brotherton. I swear he's like a commentator in football. Um, getting a nod from Silent Brian. Um, I saw Fellaini um, in Tesco Outchenham buying chicken. He was playing for Everton at the time. That's interesting, isn't Mate, it? Yeah. And Nick Tam said, I saw Chris Iluwumu in Tesco with an empty basket. Well, Wait, he probably just started. Unless he's at the checkout trying to buy nothing. And that is worrying, isn't it? That you mean that, yeah. If he's, if he's at like, you know, he's That's picking up invisible food onto the conveyor belt and then the poor woman's like... Chris Lawumu, you've got nothing in there, mate. That's well, an empty that, basket. Because be you, you need to keep your strength up, don't you? So that would be a real worry. Yeah, it would be a worry, but hopefully Chris Lawumu's not doing that. Um, <laughs> Mark, <laughs> I just like to say his name. Mark Lowens says, not in a supermarket, but I see Lloyd Doley from Watford, the Watford Defender in home base quite regularly. It's nice to see, isn't it? A footballer doing his own DIY. Very good. It is, isn't it? Um, right, um, we've got a, you're a Portsmouth fan, aren't you, Susie? I am, L- loosely. Yeah, well, you are from Portsmouth, though, aren't I'm you? I'm from Portsmouth, and I'm not one of these people that just support a good team. I support <laughs> Portsmouth, because that's where still, I'm why from. Why are they going to fold? Are they still going? Hey... They're still going. Okay. I'm they, do a, they do a five-a-side on a Sunday. And it's <laughs> they're lovely. They're really enjoying themselves. <laughs> um, we've got a quiz coming up in a bit as well. Oh, the Portsmouth quiz. quiz. So we've got the quiz you're going to do to see if you... Because um, we ever do it every week. Um, Tom Allen did it on Bromley last week. Um, How did so, he get on? He said okay, didn't he? Six out of seven, I think he got. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh. We're going to do a leaderboard, but we, we didn't. We did a fruit You're world busy cup doing instead. Fruit. Yeah. But, but, I mean, there's only one. Talking of the fruit world cup, board. we've got the two semi-finals coming up in a bit. I'm very excited in the way we're going to do those, and we've got the Portsmouth quiz all after this. Absolute. Absolute radio. We're going to do your goal in a minute, Susie. I'm feeling quite excited. I'm hoping that I can time it with a goal from Liverpool. Yes, that'd be quite good, wouldn't it? And then we can always use it as well in the second half of the match. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Um, also, as well, it is semi-final time in the Fruit World Cup that we have been doing since 2pm. Yep, correct. And uh, <laughs> You've just tuned in. We have, but we need to, we're going to rattle through the last semi-finals now. We've been thinking of ways to do it, but the, I think the best way to do it is passion and commitment from a fan. The fans never get a voice, but now it's your turn to have an impact on this World Cup. You can come in and have the glory for your chosen fruit. So we've got pear versus mango. Right, and in this match, the way they get their route to the final is... The first person to phone the studio and say pear or mango, that fruit goes to the final. Okay. So get by your phones. Brian's just had a pro plus to deal with the phone calls. Go. Oh, it's quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, you, know, you really got into that. It's all about the FWC, right? I'm loving the Fruit World Cup. And I think <laughs> if we get a, bit, get a sponsor or something, bring a, any, any phone calls yet, Brian? None? Okay, but they'll ring in a minute, wouldn't they, Suze? Let's, yeah, let's not worry about that. Um, I've got a question for you. Someone tweeted in and said, how did you feel about having a 13-year-old... Talk? We've got... I think we might have a phone call. Where's Suze? We've got a phone call. Right, is it on phone one, Brian? Hello? Hello? Hello. What fruit? Yeah, yeah, pet wins. Ah! Thanks. <laughs> right, I told you I wasn't going to talk to him. <laughs> pet one, pet is through to the final. Oh my god, this is exciting, isn't it? This is exciting. Pet to the final. We have got another one here, but but what? What? what we got, that's that's to the final now. You got another one. All right, okay. <laughs> Hello, mango. Oh god, it's one all, Brian. You're fixing this. So, that, all right, next one. Hello, mango. Mango two <laughs> onto mango. <laughs> Next one. Mango. Three months of mango. Next one. Next. Pear. Pear. All right. Three, two. Three, two. So Brian's claiming mango's one, three, two. Okay. <laughs> mango is in the final. Susie, do you mind putting that on the board? Yeah, of course. Oh, how exciting was that? Yeah. We're going to do that in a bit again. Oh, that was exhilarating, wasn't it? Thank you so much for ringing. Um, and sorry, I wasn't being rude um, by just not even talking to you, but we needed, I thought it helped. Help the buzz and the energy of this Sony Award winning in the future show. Um, Arkiva, Arkiva Award winning. What, what one can I potentially win to? Arkiva, that's, that's coming up. Yeah, the Arke- I love Arkiva Awards. <laughs> I tell you what, I've really, growing up, I was always inspired by those awards. Um, Susie, that was exciting, wasn't it? It was. It oh, was. so Mango in the final. We'll find out about who they'll be playing, either pineapple or strawberry in a bit. Um, so, yeah, so what's this? Apparently, someone said, How did you feel about having 13 year old Tom in the crowd? Yes. Was this a gig last night? Yeah, so Laura Gaelic, I think. Has yeah. tweeted in. So, Rob and I had our tour show last night at the Lowry in Manchester, yep. which was lovely. But we didn't know that. We thought it was 16 plus because we both use swears and occasionally do naughty jokes. Big jokes that might be a little bit blue. Rude, a bit of blue, blue for the dads. <laughs> um, and, uh, and there was a 13 year old in the front oh, row. Oh, how was that? It did change. The, he was a lovely boy and his mum was lovely as well, but it did change the. Because even if it, the you, dynamic slightly, just because the, the audience know he's there, yeah, so it just exactly, changes what yeah. they can laugh at. So I would do a gag, and then there'd be like a laugh. Then everyone would check if Tom's mum was laughing. If Tom's mum was laughing, it got a bigger laugh. It oh, was really? Like, it's like having a critic in a thirteen-year-old critic. <laughs> well, maybe if you work out the best way to deal with it, just always take him and rip every gig. Yeah. You know the sort of the, the equation of having Tom, the thirteen-year-old, in the crowd, and just nail it each he week. He was very sweet, but he looked very young, and we were a bit like, oh. 
Oh, so God. how did was you just chatting to him? That's how you found out. Well, it was pretty hard to miss because he was in the front row. So I walked out and was like, "Yeah, there was Lego everywhere. Yeah. It was an absolute nightmare." <laughs> you could hear him popping open. I was going to say another reference for being a young kid, but I couldn't think of one in time. Oh. Okay, uh, but Susie, we're going to do your goal now. Um, do you know about this? Um, basically, what we do is we ask all our guests to do their their goal goal noise. Um, so I've got Humphrey Kerr's one here. Goal! That was a slobber knocker. That's quite an exciting one, isn't That's it? That's not a bad one. We got ones like that. Um, this is Rich Wilson, a bit more... There's been a goal, mate. A bit more low-key. Alex Brook as well was... Go! Get in there. And, stuff. and then there's more... Like, loud ones and stuff like that. That was Chris Martin being a bit too loud. Um, but now it's your opportunity to do your goal noise. It's finished nil-nil. Um, not finished. Half-time nil-nil in the uh, Liverpool-Blackburn game. So this is your chance to get your goal in, and then we can use it um, okay. for the next half. So do you want me to count you? And how do you, how do you oh, like... To yeah, be I'd like a count in. Any particular count in you like? Well, one, two, three, three, two, one? No, I'd like five, six, seven, eight. Like I was a dancer. Five, six, seven, eight. Like, <laughs> Is it Wigfield? What's that song? No, mate, it's Steps. Come on. Steps, yeah, You work sorry. on the radio. Oh, you should know this kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, we play Steps all the time, yeah. Well, of course. Um, right, okay, so five, six, seven, eight. Oh, one of them's passed to another one. Oh, another one. The other one's got the ball. And now another one's got it. Oh, my God, it's happening. Goal! I like that. I that mean, is good. I mean, is there any a, sort of jobs of the pundit going? Yeah, the only problem is, if they score a penalty, that might not really work so well. OK, do I need to do another one? Um, well, we, I, I think it's going to take a long time to do every single eventuality. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's a corner! There's a corner! <laughs> and there's been a throw-in. Oh, my God, a, a frog's jumped on the pitch and bounced it in. Yeah. That one's just in case. Pitch invasion! <laughs> that would have been apt for yesterday, wouldn't it? it? Wouldn't um, it just? I think that was brilliant, Susie, Thank and we're going to use Rob. that for the next goal. Oh, I'm so happy about it. Oh, what a lovely time. Absolute. Absolute radio. It's time again for the big guest quiz. Da, 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 da. It's fun, that, isn't it? It is. I'm having a dance. Oh, the listeners can't hear it, but br- I was... Brilliant, isn't it? Right now, Susie, you are from Portsmouth, correct? I am from Portsmouth, through and through. Right, now the time is the big Portsmouth quiz. Oh, Question number one. Which Hollywood star lived in Portsmouth for a bit? Are you giving me some options? Oh, do I have to? I thought you knew loads about Portsmouth. Wait a minute. A no, I've got, some options. I've got options. A, Jean-Claude Van Damme. B, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Spelled incredibly incorrectly. <laughs> um, or C, Steven Seagal. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Is it Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, ah, it's not. Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnie. lived in Portsmouth for a bit. Um, I've got... Yes. Do you know what? Now that you... He used to use a gym in Southsea. What was he and doing? my dad saw him in a gym. What was he doing there? Mate, what... Gold's it, Gym, Portsmouth. You, you oh, know it was, yeah. Um, oh, by what? the seaside. He doesn't like to be by the seaside. A nice pebble beach. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> okay, next question. The lead singer of which band hails from Portsmouth? <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting I've got to do the uh, options. A, Supergrass. B, Super Furry Animals. Or C, Super Tramp. Oh, I feel like... I feel like if it was... If it was Super Furry Animals or Supergrass, I'd know. So I'm mm. going to say Super Tramp. Oh, nailed, nailed it. it. Absolutely nailed it. Question number three of the Big Portsmouth Quiz. What is the point of the Spinnaker Tower? The top bit is very sharp. <laughs> uh, hey. No, no um, multiple choice here, but what, what is it? Well, it's the viewing platform at the top to be able to see everywhere. Is that all it is? Well, it's just, it's like a monument. A monument? Is that... Yeah, there's like a, there's a restaurant up there, there's... It was featured... What is, what is there to see? The Isle of Wight. <laughs> <laughs> it was featured on, you know that... You can the, see it from just the beach, the Isle of Wight, you don't need to... Tower, do you? Rob, I didn't know I was going to come on here and you were going to damn my hometown. I just thought it was like an office building or something. 
Next course, question. Hey, are you not going to give me a that. Oh, okay. Thank you. I still don't agree with what the point of it is, but anyway. Number four. What astounding record does Portsmouth hold? A. It has the largest... Sorry, it has the UK's biggest paperclip factory. B. It has the UK's largest office building. Or C. It has the UK's most amount of pubs per square foot. Oh, I'm really pleased that none of the options were, like, most underage pregnancies or anything like that. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for number three, pubs. So you think the outsta- um, astounding record Pulse of Helds is the most amount of pubs per square foot? <laughs> that is oh, wrong, I'm afraid. What is it? Yeah, it's the UK's largest office building. What's that? I don't know, I thought it was a Spinnaker Tower, but it's not, is it? No, absolutely not. Um, we've got um, the IBM building. Oh, yeah, I know mm. that. Oh, no, you didn't, because you got it wrong. No, but I mean, I know where it is. Oh, that's not the question, though, was oh, it, mate? Oh, sorry, yeah, no. It's so on Langston Bridge. It was still incorrect. It was not the most amount of pubs per square foot. Question five. What did Portsmouth blaze a trail in medicine in the... No, sorry, how... Well, I can't read. No. I don't know what's happened. How did... The music... That music's stressing me out. Yeah. I'm getting too, like... It's like I feel like I've got to keep up with it, Oh, God. Um, is it not stressing you out? No, mate. It's just it's a bit put, music, isn't it? I'm going to put a different one on. I'm going to do that now. I mean, this is... This is Archiva Award winning. This is radio. So I said it. <laughs> Question number five. How did Portsmouth blaze a trail in medicine in the early 1900s? <laughs> um... Oh, they, um... Oh, well, again, A, by well, opening the world's first dedicated operating theatre. Uh, right. B, opening the first VD clinic to sort out all of the sailors. Or oh. C, by pioneering the use of caesarean section. I want to go... B? Yes! Correct. They opened oh. the first VD clinic to sort out all of the sailors. That feels really good when you press that button. It does. Um, six. There are lots of explanations to as to why Portsmouth has the nickname Pompey, but what is the most likely? Is it A, because a French ship got lost once and thought they had docked in Pompeii? Or B, ships entering Portsmouth Harbour would have to write Pompey on their logs as the phrase Portsmouth Point was too long for the narrow space? Or C, because some sailors from Portsmouth got beard in Egypt and climbed up a 40-foot column called Pompey's Pillar. It's B. <coughs> it's C. Apparently, Say that again? Some sailors from Portsmouth got beard, got beard up in Egypt and climbed up a 40-foot column called Pompey's Pillar. Right, if there's anyone from Portsmouth that's listening... I think that might be a lie. Oh, I think that's a lie. Oh, no, Brian's saying it's true, because I'll be honest with you, Brian did this um, quiz. Shocking. Yeah. Seeing as you can't read it, I was really surprised <laughs> that you hadn't read it. I probably should have read it before I um, did it. Seven! Which bloke from... Which 80s band is from Portsmouth? A, bloke from Tears for Fears, B, bloke from Human League, or C, bloke from Dexie's Midnight, Dexie's Midnight Runners? Dexie's Midnight Runners. <laughs> Wrong. Really? Yeah, I just did that to make you feel excited. Oh. Um, it's actually the bloke from Tears for Fears. That is disappointing. It is, isn't it? Happy with that? No, we're well, not really. No, you got um, two out of seven. So. No, I didn't. I got more than that. Shut up, Susie! This, this is Absolute, Absolute Radio. He's very excited now. We're up to semi-final two of the Fruit World Cup. Are you excited, Susie? Uh, um, um, yeah, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, me, me and Silent Brian had an argument about what was better, pineapple or mango, and it's really escalated. It's got out of hand. It's like, the, we played police there because Sting is in, he's in, the, he's, in the, he's in the little green room. Like, he's here to, for the final. Yeah. So, and we've got loads of, we've got Elton John's coming down, um, Naomi Campbell, um, Richard Branson's popping in. I think. Uh, 
um, yeah, it's really exciting, and it's Susie. It's a, good, it's for- a great day. Unfortunately, they can't talk on the radio. No, all of their agents have rung in and said, no yeah, talking, just, just, just watching. They're just, they're just like here for the glory of the cup. So basically, it's semi-final number two. It's pineapple, my pineapple, old Bobby Beckles pineapple, against strawberry. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it, Sue? It is. So what we want you to do is, right, as the same with the last semi-final, pick up the phone and ring up and shout your fruit. Shout pineapple or shout strawberry. I don't want to chat to you. I don't know what your name is. I don't know what you do. I just want the fruit, okay? Brian is on the phone now. So this is it. This is a chance for you to get involved. And the fans of Mango stood up proud for Mango and got that into the final, pushed it past a very, very overconfident pair after the defeat of Apple in the quarterfinal. So 0330 123 1215 and shout pineapple or strawberry. And then we'll have our final of the Fruit World Cup. Oh my God, Susie's amazing. I mean, the phone's not ringing yet, but let's not panic yet, no. Susie. No, let's not panic. Oh, it's, it's coming, it's coming. Yes. Let's go. It's a phone call. Right, OK, right. Um, it's a phone one, isn't it? Strawberry. Strawberry. What does a strawberry? Oh, God, I'm panicking about my pineapples. Um, that is strawberry. That's a Couldn't strawberry. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, you're a big fan of strawberries, are you? Beyond the strawberries. Oh, we've got another one. OK, shout your fruit. Pineapple. <gasps> it's one one. Oh. oh, God, this is exciting, isn't it? It's um, Why do you like strawberries so much? They're just better, mate. Just better. Yeah, love. You can have chocolate on it, can't you? Oh yeah, do a do a dip of the chocolate. A little dip, dip of the chocolate. Oh, it's a lovely treat. It's a draw at the moment. One one between pineapple. Like, the next call's going to win. Have we got a call? The next call will win. If you ring up and shout pineapple or shout strawberry, you will. Have you got some? Oh, here we go. This is it. To Straws. play Straws. mango in the final of the Fruit World Cup. Your fruit. Strawberry. Yes. Oh! Not happy about that whatsoever. That is awful. Oh, my God. That's it. My pineapple got knocked out of the semi-final. We've got a final. Mango versus strawberry. This is is Absolute Absolute Radio. It's Rob Beckett on Absolute Radio. Rock and roll football. It's a very exciting end to the show. We've been doing the Fruit World Cup for the last four hours. And we're now (laughs) into the final of Mango versus strawberry. And we're thinking of a way. How are we going to do this? Because Brian wanted Mango to win all of all uh, at the beginning. But now... We've been getting people to ring up and shout it down the phone, but I've thought of a way to finally finally find out which is the greatest fruit. Basically, on the way here, I was rushed. I was driving in, and I parked my car. It's like I parked my car on a single yellow line, which is fine on a Sunday. However, the back of my car, about a foot of it, was in a, over a double yellow, right? So I think that's ticket-worthy. However, if I wanted to park in the car park, it was going to be 50 quid for over four hours. So I have took the risk. And I thought, what I'll do is... I won't go in the car park 50 quid. However, if I get a ticket, it's going to be about 60 anyway. So what's, what's the worst that could happen? So what we've done is we've sent Susie out in the field. Susie is now on the streets of London, and she's walking to my car, and she's going to find out if it's, on a, if it's got a ticket or not. And if it's got a ticket, Mango wins the World Cup. If there's no ticket, Strawberry wins the World Cup. Right, are you there, Susie? Susie? Rob, I'm here. Are you there? You're outside. Is it, is I'm out it... in the field. Oh, God. Are you on the, you're walking there now, aren't you? I'm I'm walking down, I'm walking down the road, there's cars around, it's exactly as you'd imagine a London street on a Sunday. Yeah, oh god, it's scary. Oh, why, while you're walking, Susie, can you tell yeah. people where they can see you? Let's get your plug, get your plugs oh, in now. Plug. Oh, right, uh, so I'm coming on tour with the brilliant Romish Ranganathan. Yes. Ranganathan. Oh, it's his name wrong, that's right, isn't it? <laughs> um, and you're touring all over the country next week at Swansea, Bradford and Lincoln. Ooh! Uh, we've got heaps and heaps and heaps. And where can you about... get tickets? On your website? Yeah, susieruffle.co.uk and my Twitter's at susieruffle. Yep, oh, very exciting. 
there now. There we go. Um, well, I'm, I'm still walking down the street, Rob. Okay, cool. Um, I'm almost. I'm, I'm getting there. It's, I'm, 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 we're probably about 15 seconds away 15 from there. Se- I feel sick. A so I, I'm thinking if there is a ticket. Obviously, if there's a ticket, mango wins. No ticket, strawberry wins. If there is a ticket, um, do you reckon I can claim it back as a tax expense because I've, I've yeah, now incorporated it into my job? <laughs> Because I've yeah. turned it into a feature. Maybe I do that every week. Just park a double yellow, and then we, <laughs> we end the show, find it out, and then either way I can claim it back. Right. So, Susie, right, are you, talk me for it. All right. Okay. Talk me for it. And remember, okay, right, ticket now, means mango wins. No ticket, strawberry wins. Okay. Right. Okay. Now it's a Nissan Micra, isn't it? It's a silver Nissan Micra. Y- yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. What's happened? Did someone's put a cone behind it? Was that there before? No, there's not been a cone. I don't know what happens there if there's a cone. cone. Does pineapple win if there's a cone? I don't know what a cone. I don't know what a cone means in the Fruit World Cup, Susie. Rob, so- I'm absolutely delighted to tell you this. There is no ticket. Yes, and that means strawberry wins. So, and I'm delighted about that as well. But there is a cone, but no ticket. A cone, but it means you've won a cone. Susie Ruffle, thank you so much. This is an exciting day for the future of the Fruit World Cup, Susie. Oh, it was an yeah. absolute pleasure, and I'm not coming back to the studio. All right, I'll see you later, then, mate. All right, bye, Susie. Bye. Um, well, what an exciting, what an exciting end to the show. It's still nil-nil in the Liverpool Blackburn game, but who cares, really? We're judging fruit on parking tickets at the moment. Well, I have got five minutes left of this show, and if a ticket goes on that car in five minutes, I'm going to be absolutely livid. But all I can do is hope and just hope that that cone doesn't mean it's getting towed away. Uh, that is it. That is us done for today. And congratulations to Strawberry for winning the first ever Fruit World Cup. And thank you for getting involved. You're very lovely people. I'm Rob Beckett, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. This is, this is Absolute, Absolute Radio. Radio.